Hey guys, welcome back to Cloudy Days. So, finally my substrate started to, you know, it finally cleared up from all that mildew and mold. Now I air it up every day, probably like two or three times a day. I've gotten so far five big mushrooms and I've pulled them off because they were all growing kind of tight together. So, there was still a little bit of contamination in that area. I put a little bit more peroxide on there got rid of it but I accidentally bumped like two or three of them off and man even after being dried you step on the stem and that's blue concentrated so uh, the first one I ate was five and 5.2 grams and it was it was really good man honestly the flavor was good on the golden teacher it's not a bad flavor and um, I pretty much bought it for bottom for med medicinal purposes you know medical purposes and research uh, being that by the vitamin D and the mushrooms helps out a lot. I eat a lot of mushrooms in general and If I can grow them home and The way I know how to grow them now It doesn't matter if it's a really expensive Like a portobello or something I can grow them in ho at home and eat them here And I don't have to be buying them at the store anymore, you know, so it's gonna be a lot fresher and it's gonna last me a little bit longer than if I buy them at the store which they already got you know transported from the place that where they that they got them and everything i'm gonna have them fresher than that and uh yeah they do have a kick like like any like any other uh magic mushroom it has a kick but um i've experienced this before with two separate two other different types of mushrooms that i like it honestly i like it i like it uh if I had, if I have the choice of uh, doing mushrooms instead of uh, smoking marijuana, I will probably be uh, uh, what do you call it, microdosing, microdosing on um, on, on mushrooms. <clears throat> and uh, I believe you only take them like once or twice a week, which is not bad. You know, it's not too bad. And uh, as anything, I do my research. If you get a urine test, uh, usually it's out of your system within 24 hours, so you can pass a UA. But if they do a follicle, like a hair sample, it stays in your system for 90 days. That's one of the researches that I've been doing so far, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and and get some books and look into it a little bit more. I just don't want to give anybody the wrong information on here. Like every time I. Uh, I buy a new CBD or a new Delta 8 or somebody's, you know, gets me uh, a certain strain. I always ask for the names, man, because I want to know what it what it is, what it does. You know, I just can't be blind of what I get. And even if they are plugs, because we're not legal in Texas, man, I've been watching the revenue from Arizona, Colorado, California, Chicago, all the legal states that that are around Texas. And you see the revenue that they create every year in sales of uh, marijuana. And you're like, why doesn't Texas do shit about it? That money that Texas is losing because it goes to other states. And all because of the governor that we have that doesn't want to even talk about. Their, their, their concern is a border stupid wall, man. Build a fucking wall. And people are still going to cross. It doesn't make a fucking difference. It doesn't make a difference if you build the you can build a wall that touches the sky. People are still going to cross. It doesn't make a difference. I lived... I'm from Laredo, Texas. It's a border town. 
Man, people ask Mario the Border Patrol all the time. Why do you think so many people cross? It's like, it doesn't matter. You would have to literally put a wall of the National Guard down there. A wall and have them stand there, physically stand there 24-7 so they can stop people from crossing. That is the only freaking way you're going to do it. Not a ball, not a wall, not the alligator guard they throw in the river, not the alligators that are in the river. None of that shit's going to stop the people. Not even the wall. You would literally have to put, they even tried to put barbed wire in there and people still cross. It doesn't matter. People, and uh, I know in the California area and all that, tunnels are real, real frequent about that. They, they go underground. You don't even need to go through the freaking river. You just go underground. You know, there's there's things that the government <clears throat> will not be able to control not at all. The only thing they need to do, and it's going to happen, is where the United States is going to end up broke from all the stupid wars that these people pick. And then the government wants to put their nose in there that they don't belong in there. Now they're talking about everybody should own... Assault rifles at home when they were like, oh, ban assault rifles and all that shit because that's what kills people in small communities and all that. Now they want to have them out and make sure that everybody owns one. It's like, what the hell, man? It's like, y'all got to make up your minds on what the what you want to do in this place, man. But yeah, the revenue that I see every year go up higher in Colorado and California, Arizona, Chicago, you know, in the newer areas that have uh, marijuana legally, uh, not only medical, but recreational. Oh, my God. I mean, I wouldn't mind moving to a state that does that. And I know that as soon as I move out to a state that does that, Texas will probably legalize it recreational, you know. And the, you know what? There, There's things that you can say and there's things you can't say, even on media. But, I don't know. So, yeah, guys, for the past, I think I'm going on my third day, fourth day, and my my depression's kicking hard. I'm trying to make a decision where I might stop smoking. Where I might stop smoking so I can get back on the truck. So I can start riding a truck again. Going back to the truck driving. And it's because my wife's job doesn't kind of, it's not helping with the situation. And I don't want to be the type of guy that she's had in her past relationships that don't want to fucking work. I'm not like that. I like to hustle. Y'all see me? Y'all hear me out here? I'm trying to hustle on a, on a, on here trying to make my the podcast work so we can get a little bit of revenue in and i appreciate whoever listens to the podcast with all the with the bottom of my heart you if it wasn't because of you guys listening to the podcast we would probably still be at zero and it may not produce hundreds or millions or whatever but hey every dollar counts in in this life right now especially how everything is and they think that the gasoline is going to be like three, four dollars in two weeks. This gasoline is going to be seven dollars in Texas, man. Seven dollars a gallon. And nobody believes that. But it's going to happen. It is going to happen. We're probably going to go into another recession in the next few months. And nobody's aware of that. They're just talking about, oh, the war just happened, started over there. And, uh, 
You all need to be more protected at home when they're always saying, no, you, 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 they, they need to ban those weapons and all that. Now they want us to have those weapons at home. And honestly, what everybody should have at home is some of the things in case we get a nuclear attack. You know, I wouldn't doubt it if we get nuked. But our person is a little dumb. He's a little slow. Maybe because he's old. I don't know. I'm getting old and I'm a little slow once in a while. But he couldn't answer any single question the press tried to ask him. He was just stuck, man. What type of a person can't answer any questions, man? Honestly, what type of a person can't answer questions from the media and not panic about it? Our president is one of those people. Then the um, I don't have anything against them. The guy just don't know how to. None of the none of the past few guys have been able to run this country the way it's supposed to be running. And the ones that fucked it up were the Bushes. And now there's another moron trying to get in office. Hell no! Don't vote for his ass. It's just gonna fuck it up more like the, his uncles and and father did. Messed it up for everybody. Well, starting two wars that we didn't even have to. <sighs> Sorry guys, my depression is kind of like frustration, depression, anxiety, my medication. That's what they should be worried about. The stupid medication for people out here. They don't give a shit about whoever kills themselves over there, man. I don't care who the fuck dies over there. This morning they called me from a pharmacy because I need my inhaler to, to live. And they hit me with a $500 bill with me having freaking insurance. $500. I was like, well, do I want to pay my fucking rent or do I want to pay the medicine? And um, I'm going to pay my rent. So if I die because the stupid medicine is expensive, oh, well, you can blame that. You can blame that for to the government, too, for being a bunch of uh, greedy motherfuckers. <sighs> frustration after frustration, man, between... Uh, the podcast and cannabis are the two two areas where I can speak freely. Well, cannabis now, ha I mean, uh, the podcast now has restrictions on whatever you say out here too and stuff. So we'll see if they post this one up or not. Again, we're trying to progress in life and people, the higher people just keep pushing you down and down and down and down. And I don't know, this world's just... This world's just wrong. <sighs> but yeah, the mushrooms are doing better. The substrate is actually curing whatever was green. The peroxide took care of all that. And now mycelium's growing over that. Healthy mycelium's growing over that. So I'm pretty sure that this little break that I have is going to give me fruit for about at least a good two or three months. Um... Because even the mushrooms that came off of it didn't come with a lot of substrate. So the dirt's still intact. The, the, the block's still intact. So it's just going to keep growing until until that shrinks and becomes real small. That's when you stop growing fruit. But if it still gives you, you know, whatever it gives you, gives you. Um, like I said, I'm going to probably get a dehydrator here in the next few weeks. And because uh, I already have another one that's. That I have another inoculated uh, bag and I'm waiting for the mycelium to form on that one and then I'll add the substrate to it and and start to grow on that one 
I'm going to grow that one in a bag. I'm not going to take it out of the bag. I feel like I I overwatered it at the beginning and that's why it created all that mold. It was just too humid and my box is a smaller box cuz I don't I'm not going to be growing large amounts yet. I wanted to give it a try with a with a small amount and see how it went. <sighs> These are my distractions, but man, they hit me up with that bill for $500. My 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 medication is about a thousand dollars, but the insurance it got it down to five hundred, and they were asking me if I had any coupons or anything, and I don't have anything for it. I don't qualify for the coupons because I have healthcare coverage through the government. If I have healthcare through the through an employer, employ you know through the employer like my wife, they off they said, and I quote. That they offered her insurance, but we never saw the paperwork or nothing. So then their la la land that they always are. Let's shake one of these days is gonna end up closing doors, filing for bankruptcy because they don't know how to handle shit. And their none of their departments know how to handle anything. I feel sorry for their payroll lady that works there. She's probably they probably smack her around all the time because she's gotta handle all the finances and stuff and. Like I said, some of these people, the regional directors and all them that they have now, just want to do whatever they want to do. They don't realize that people have lives and that everybody works. And if you only have one car, you know, they don't want to make ex exceptions. They want they want to push you to the limit. I think I learned that when I was growing up. I over pushed myself so many times for so many years that after I stopped working when I got laid off in 2019 and I had that money saved up you know what I said fuck everything I'm just staying home not doing anything anymore I'll figure something out when it comes to when it comes back to where I need money again I'll figure something out we started cloudy days we did good with the stash the stash jars which are our mushroom stash jars we did good with that but the company we got them off, being that we promoted them so much, they probably got back ordered because everybody started ordering from them <clears throat> instead of ordering it from us, which it's all good, you know. The more for them, the better, right? But um, then we had uh, Leilani Creations create our ashtrays, and I had Barrera Creations do our, our cups, and she kept my cup. She was ne never able to send it over here, and she just kept it, so I don't know. She kept the money, too, and everything, so it's all good, you know. But good thing that my the creator for our ashtrays is she doesn't ask you for the money until you she gives you the product, so which is pretty good, you know. Even though she, and she knows we're good for the money, so it doesn't... She's not like, oh, I need the money this, I need the money that. I, you know, I just made another transaction with someone else, the same thing, and they know I'm good for the money, so I've already paid pretty much about half of what I, half of what I've got, you know. So, and the weather's just hasn't been good for us to go get a place at the flea market. I, you know, that would be my distraction. I would probably pay for the spot so I can sell my ashtrays and my my jars and all that. And then I would have a little spot for my uncle so he could sell his lawnmowers and stuff. Man, he's he's a good man. He he's he sees me like a son even though he's just 
he's my uncle and we're not even uh we're not even family blood blood family and sometimes when you don't have blood family they see you better than your blood family does and um you know i go to his house constantly um he's he's the one that lets me borrow pretty much everything i have tools but i have them in storage i don't have that many tools like he does and he buys stuff you know because he knows that i'm gonna need something and he's like no no don't worry i get it i get it because he likes to go to the flea markets a lot in the and uh garage sales so he gets all different types of tools just to have them because he knows that i like to work on cars and then if he gets stuck with his cars i help him a little bit with his cars and his two sons are you know they're the best um they consider me family as well they're cousins you know we call each other cousins and stuff and um they're doing good too one of them actually drives drives with me around town delivering stuff for people he works for favor he's also retired but he's he's retired from the military he was in the national guard so he's retired from the national guard and well i'm retired as a truck driver and but I learned everything. I, I've I've been a manager. I've been a manager. I've been an assistant manager. Been a crew leader. I've been everything, man. I've I worked for H E B for a long time. H E B grocery store, which is a local grocery store. It, it originally started in Kerrville, Texas, and then they grew their office into San Antonio, San Antonio's corporate office. And now they're all over Midland and Dallas and all that. But they stay in Texas only because Walmart's way bigger than them. But here in Texas. H E B H E B takes over everything. And I'm from the border region, you know, I was in I was from Laredo, so I worked in Laredo for a long time. They offered me a position up here at a store that needed uh that had issues with sales. Um and I accepted the job. They paid for my hotel to stay up here and then they paid for six months of my rent. That's I was still married to my first wife at then at that point. And um she did her thing that she was gonna do and i did my thing that i did so we both kind of cheated on each other and we got we we separated and we got divorced out of that i ended up with my second wife for 10 years and probably at a at a certain point she 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 wanted to work but she never did get the courage to go back to work and then she would try to blame it on me no you don't want me to work it's not that i don't want you to work because i don't see you applying for a job you know and she saw me struggle so bad, like so, 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 so bad that I lost two brand new cars. I ended up broke with no cars or nothing. And the only reason I found out I still had money is because I, me and a friend, an older friend, uh, he's still a truck driver. We had gotten in the stock market like in, I don't know, 2010, somewhere on there. And there was money that we had stuck in there that we couldn't get it out and we just let it be. And then I get a letter from, from E-Trade, you know, years later that, by the way, uh, you might want to check your account. And sure enough, um, sure enough, after that, man, it just... You know, I separated from my wife, my second wife, and then we got a divorce. We've been we've been separated for about four years already, going on four years. Been with Leisha for three years. And Leisha is a hard worker. She busts her ass off, man. She works. That's why it's like I can't 
Like, my frustration's with me. It's not with her. She's the best. She's, like I told my mom, I, I guess I, you know, you have that first love when you when you barely growing up, that puppy love. And then you finally meet that right person. Even though I was married twice, I had never given my love away that much like I did with Leisha. Like, I gave her my whole heart. And, but at this point, like, I'm up to... At this point in my life, um, it doesn't really matter what happens. I just want to make sure that she has a roof over her head the rest of her life because she's a good woman. And uh, I don't want her to go through where not having any food in her house if I ever not here. Because there's days that I feel like just leaving this world. And I come back to this, you know, where you guys are here and, you know, I have somebody listens to the podcast. I don't know who listens to the podcast, but somebody listens to the podcast, regardless of however it is. And uh, and it gets me back out of that little struggle that I'm going through and makes me think and realize, uh, remember, you have your uncle over there that sees you like a father. And your your cousins out here that you know they you know they rely on you a lot of stuff because they they know you know a lot of stuff and they rely on you and you know even my immediate family which is my mom my mom and my other cousin my cousin frank you know he's a little slow and stuff uh but at the end of the day he's like my brother because he's he's always been with us he's lived with us pretty much all his life and that's why I try to push him, even though he's the one that's supposed to be pushing me. He, pu- I push him more than he pushes me, and he gets frustrated sometimes. But I get it, you know. He works with a lot of teenagers and stuff, and it's it doesn't matter where he goes to work. He's always never gonna be satisfied unless he goes. He has his own business. He's never gonna be satisfied. And if he has his own business, you're never gonna be satisfied because you're gonna have complaints from customers as well. So it is what it is, man. That's just the cycle of life. But me having a podcast and being able to go to Canabas and express myself however I feel and nobody judges me there feels feels the best. And coming in here and talking to you guys about, you know, all the things that are happening out there and the points that frustrate me, like, you know, why would I have to be doing this and I have to hide it? I want to grow my own pot here so I don't have to be spending money uh, outside, outside, which I don't mind, right? Because it helps somebody else, helps, you know, whatever. And I always get good good weed, you know, good butt. Uh, everybody, uh, I've gotten messages on Instagram and stuff. They say, that's boof. Yeah, when I get it from Cali, sometimes it's boof. When I get Colorado stuff, that's, that's fire, man. Honestly, I'm sorry if I hurt feelings here, but uh, California's got some good medical butt up there. Some good. And I know cause I know this because I've been there personally. Even though I got my medical card in California, I've gone more to Colorado than, than anything else. So then this year, I know by next month, I think it's by April, April something. I think on they're pushing for 420 uh, when they legalize it uh, recreational in New Mexico. And we're going over there in July. So, hell yeah. Get to maybe hopefully get to smoke with Uncle Clyde. Maybe enjoy a nice beer or something with him. I don't know. 
He's a good man too. He's he's a master mechanic, man. That's why I'm not worried. I'm I'm trying to work on my car as best as I can. But honestly, if I can take two or three weeks off and tear my car apart in New Mexico and have him help me rebuild that engine before I come back, that would be the best. I get to learn from a master mechanic things that I still don't know that might one day help me teach my son or daughter how to work on a car or a truck. That would be the best thing. He owns, between Granny and him, they own two racing cars, two dirt dirt cars, those racing, those cars that run in the dirt and stuff, racing in the dirt, the uh, dirt derbies or whatever. And they have a mud bugger. They have a nice Chevy Silverado pickup. Old school pickup truck. Man, that thing is loud. But I've seen them go through the mud like nothing. They've won a couple of uh, competitions over there in, in Grants. And uh, they do it in native country. Because that's all Navajo country, all that area. It's Navajo country. And uh, my wife is actually part Navajo. She's Mexican. She's bl she's blonde. She's white. Mexican. Navajo. Or Navajo Mexican, however you want to say it. But she has... She is Navajo, so... I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, right? Well, anyways, guys. Thanks for listening to my... My depressed day today. You guys made my day just by listening to the podcast out of here. And, uh, yeah, um, if y'all decide to ever grow mushrooms, I do suggest you can get a... I really didn't do a video. I might start doing the videos, but I bought my stuff through Amazon, the substrate. And it was rye, rye grain, and it comes already mixed. Well, it doesn't come mixed, right? It comes separated first because you... And it comes with a, you know, the little sealer and everything where you inject it. And um, um, there's pretty much a lot of places here in the U.S. that you can order your spores from, you know, because they're for uh, research purposes. And, uh, you know, the place that I got my, my golden teacher, I'm pretty much getting a couple other strains from them that are um, for consumption. They're they're edible food consumption you know they're they're shiitakes and they're portobellas and you know mushrooms that are expensive or more cells that are expensive i'm gonna grow myself at home but i should do the i should give you all guys the link i mean that's an amazon and you go in there and the rye the rye berries are at the bottom and then the the coca core with the manure whatever is on top and then you Inoculate the grains and you let it sit. Don't touch it. And you'll start seeing the mycelium form in it. And once it's once it starts grabbing the whole rye, once it once it colonizes that whole rye, you break it and you mix it with the substrate. And you mix it, you mix it, you mix it all together. Make sure all the grains go everywhere. Mix it all together. You're not gonna harm it. And then make sure you put it all back in a brick, all the way to the bottom. Squish it back into the brick. And let it sit. And within two or three weeks, you should have a white brick. That's the mycelium brick. Now, when you if you decide to take it out of the bag and grow it out of the bag, I suggest that when you do put it in a monotub, 
you keep an eye on the humidity so you don't get the mold that I got. But this apartment has a lot of mold itself. It's pretty much, I have air purifiers in here to keep everything kind of leveled out. Like right now, I just did the carpet in the front because we have the dogs inside and it actually smells good because I use Tide. I saw this, I saw a video where somebody used Tide to clean their carpet and it cleaned it really, really nice. And the smell of the Tide is going to stay here for pretty much three, four days. So I used Tide and uh, the carpet looks really clean. It was actually not only because of the dogs, but our walk, our normal wear and tear, walk in, walk out. You know, things from outside, dirt, mud, the salt they threw out here, uh, Alicia's grease from the from the store and stuff on her, her shoes. So the carpet was a little dark and the carpet got color again, which is cool. Now I just got to let it dry out. And I've got fans on it right now so it can dry out. So yeah, my first few mushrooms that came out, they were really good. I've got one right now that's that's pretty long uh what they say is that they're usually looking for the light and being that it wasn't sunny today i can't actually put direct light at it but i did open it so i can have uh so air goes through it because you gotta keep it uh aerated pretty much every day once it starts fruiting they rely more on oxygen and humidity uh i'm using vermiculite vermiculite in the bottom and then you separate it with foil paper. Uh, that's how I separated it. And when I first started, I had soaked that. It was super soaked. So that's why I ended up with that mold. Now I keep it where, it, yeah, you see a little bit of uh, a little bit of that uh, humidity inside on the wall, but it's not. It's only like two walls that have it. And uh, just so that the mushrooms don't crack, because they'll crack their the. What do you call them? Not the stems, but the actual top will crack when they're a little dry. Because mushrooms are based on, you know, they're, they're made out of a lot of water. So they have a high water content. That's why they get slimy and smooshy whenever they go bad. And uh, <clears throat> that's why you dry them. And if you dry them like I did, I, dry, I dried it in the oven. And I don't have a setting for 170 degrees. Mine only starts at 200 so I started it at 200, warmed it up, and then I put it on warm, put it in there. And I actually have a pizza. Well, Alicia has a pizza, uh, like a little mesh that's got holes in it. So I really don't have to be flipping the mushrooms over, you know, constantly and stuff. Just a little bit so they don't burn or something. But 200 degrees and you keep an eye on them for an hour. And I failed at my first ones. And then this one. I put it in this because yesterday it was still too wet. It might still have a little humidity in there, but you know what? It's for personal use, so I put it in a tight air seal can right now. So no humidity gets in there, no gets out, whatever. I'll check it in the morning, make sure that it's not smooshy. If not, I'll eat it again. You know, I'll eat them. I'll continue eating them until I get my dehydrator. So, yeah, I got kind of got... I was in the frustration, so I was like, man, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm getting off Facebook for a while. There's nothing but depressing stuff in there. What the hell? Did it fall down? I was like, wow, my other mushroom fell down. No, they didn't. 
But I got to keep an eye because there's flies here. I mean, just a little bit of air that I've let come in here. Another one just extend, extended. There's like two more that are extending right now. It's actually like, there's one, two, three, four. There's several buttons coming out, honestly. But once that one, that other one, I want that one to drop because I really want to get the, the gills out of it so I can get my spore print. I'm looking forward to getting a spore print out of this one. And if not, I'll just buy more spores and see see what else uh, what else I can do, man. But uh, like always, guys, I'm Hector. He's just working today. Thanks for listening to me. For me, venting out here is the best thing that ever happened. Y'all have a great day. Have a good weekend. Talk to y'all in the next one.